What is up? Welcome to the Freedom in Scrubs podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Kim. And together we are your favorite hilarious, real and raw. And married. Hello. Yes. And married travel couple. This is the show where we are going to take you behind the scenes and share all of our crazy stories, lessons, and experiences from living on the road for the past seven years as healthcare travelers. Yeah. We pretty much lived out of a Jeep with our pug, Mimi LaRue. Yeah. So let's get this show on the road. <laughs> get it oh my on the road because the yes, show's about babe. life on the road. So clever. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, y'all. This Welcome is, back, y'all. I've been saying y'all a lot lately. It's like my thing because, you know, I'm from Florida and a lot of people say y'all there. I never was one of them, but recently I've picked it up because it's shorter and it's shorter to say and type than you are. So I just have found myself saying y'all after all of these years. That are you I don't reverting live in back to your times in St. Simon's in Georgia. Island, Georgia? Y'all, I used to be a Georgia peach. <laughs> yeah. When I watch old videos, okay, that doesn't sound anything. No, it like, doesn't. Okay, you just I used to have a very strong Southern accent. Okay, but then it's gone. Now it's California. Well, it's always been like that. Yeah. Let's be real. You like, guys know I like a good like. Oh. <laughs> Yes. So again, if you've listened to the first four episodes um, or five episodes, it, we can turn it into a drinking game to how many times we say like. Yeah. Let's just be honest and real and transparent as we are. We are we are aware that one of us does say like a lot. I'm starting to you, talk you like do, you though. But it's something we're aware of, something that we're working on. Mm-hmm. But I will say this podcast is meant to be very conversational, and in my normal everyday conversation, I say like yes, when I'm do. explaining something, when I'm thinking about something. So it is just part of my vernacular. Vernacular is that? Oh wow, that's too big of a word okay, for me. Okay, we'll have to Google it later. Okay, but we're working on it. Yes. So bear with us; it and will get better with time. Big things happening today. I know whenever you're listening to this, but the time that we are recording this, our podcast just went live on Ooh. iTunes. For the first time. For the first time. It took a little bit. There was a little snafu. A little but, snafu. But We've we, been going back and forth with these people for days. For they days. kept rejecting us. Yeah. Saying we were spam. We were spam or relevant content. Yeah. We were like, what the heck? But it was just a bunch of techie stuff that Aaron yeah. worked out. And now we are live. I actually had a really... Listening. And a lot of people talk about Apple like customer service not really getting back to you. I had an amazing customer service person. Shout out to which Apple. Which was so awesome. They were back with me they said email me directly it was so cool so shout out to them (laughs) they are they're allowing us to play it true good point okay so this week is something totally different that i am super excited about because it was a little thought little birdie idea in my in my my noggin um and i thought how cool would it be if kim and i interviewed each other and didn't tell each other the questions yeah so there's no prep Uh. rules of engagement are we will go back and forth, ask each other questions. I have about 13 questions. Kim has... I have currently 10, but I might steal a few from Okay. You. And you get one veto. Yeah. That's all you can use is one veto, but you have to answer every other one of them. So you need to choose your veto very carefully. I like literally have bubble guts right now. I'm really nervous because I kept trying to sneak a peek and ask Aaron to see his questions because I wanted to steal his questions and see if his were juicier than mine because I feel like I don't know how I feel about my questions but he said absolutely not so we're going into this totally candid neither of us knows and we're just going to kind of shoot from the hip here and answer the best that we can. Does, so, it, does it make you feel like it was when we were dating and we were exchanging Christmas no, presents? I'm nervous. And you weren't sure what I got you and was my gift better than yours? Well your gifts always are better than mine let's be honest. It's true. You're really good at giving thoughtful, fun gifts, the way that you wrap them, the way that you package them. There's always some kind of event <laughs> re- revolving around Very the true. gift giving. Like you're like you're genius in that area. I just like <laughs> hand you a bag with like and I'm a card giver though, so you I are. always Oh, but apparently I'm very sentimental about my grandmother's cards. I like to read a card and then we got to get rid of it. We ain't got room to carry them around. Okay, this could take. Let's go. Let's jump into it. Here we go. Let's dive in. Are you starting or am I? You're starting. Should we paper rock scissors? I'm gonna steal your questions. Okay, I'll start. Okay. Question number one. You can choose to veto or not. Oh my god. 
What is the biggest lesson personally that has changed you the most that you've learned while traveling? Oh my God, I have that as a question for you too. (laughs) Um, Okay, the biggest lesson, I feel like there's so many. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest ones is really learning to be more confident in who I am and more comfortable in my skin no matter who I'm around because as travelers we're always around all different types of personalities we're always walking into new places and sometimes it can feel nerve-wracking or you don't feel as comfortable to be your brightest boldest self right we can dim down or we're nervous depending on who we're around and so I think traveling has I work on it every contract every day is like not, not even in just in contracts, but in life of just showing up, being myself, saying what I want to say, being my br- the bright, I keep saying bright, but like the brightest version of myself, no matter who I'm around and who's listening. And what example though? Like, do you have one? Like, com- like, huh? Oh my first gosh. One. Okay. But for instance, though- I think like, cause you, okay. Like for instance, we all know like for where I'm working right now. There is a couple of girls that I feel so comfortable with and I'm myself and we're laughing and we're like going back and forth and I just feel like my normal self and I feel super confident around them and then there's other people that there's nothing there's nothing bad but I don't feel as comfortable being myself or me and we see things very very differently our views our opinions um just how like everything is so different and so learning to like like to be who I am and express how I feel no matter if that person agrees with me or thinks differently or feels differently but not be afraid to say how I actually feel and I don't have to agree because I want to be likable or I want to fit in or I don't want to cause any kind of any kind of tension I just want to be me no matter what and if we agree great if we don't that's okay too but I'm going to be myself and I'm going to say what I think and feel and owning that instead of shying away from it because I always used to shy away from it because I was nervous what other people were going to think about how I truly felt about something. But not in a confrontational way because you're not really confrontational. No, not confrontational at all. But it's just like, I don't have to, if you want to, I don't have to agree with you. Right. Does that make sense? I'm just going to be myself no matter what. And I think that's the biggest thing that I work on every day. And since I started traveling, I have really, really, really become more comfortable in my skin over the last seven years for sure. And again, you guys will get to know it, but we are traveling healthcare professionals. We are in radiology. Mm -hmm. So we travel to different hospitals every three to six months. So that's what Kim's talking about when she says, you know, around a bunch of different personalities. Well, yeah. And I think, I think that, and I'll end it with this because I think we could go on just a tangent on this. (laughs) Lord, this might be a two parter. Um, (laughs) But I think it's easy to surround yourself when you're home. You have like your friends and your like-minded people and, and you're in your bubble essentially. And traveling is so different than that because you, you don't have a bubble at all. Like you and I are in our own bubble. We are together and we're like-minded. But like we have no idea what we're about to walk into. And the personalities we come in contact with and we don't have control over that. We're meeting all different kinds of people. So we're always stepping out of our comfort zone in our in that way and just like really owning who you are and being so comfortable with who you are that you show up as you no matter who's around, you know? I love that. And so that's a big one for me. And that comes with like family, friends, everybody in my right. life. I'm really just trying to like own who I am and express that fully. I love that. Good answer. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to throw it back to you because I have literally the same question. Um, What's the thing you're most proud of? Okay, that's not it. <laughs> 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 okay, that was that was a sneak peek. What do you think? How do you think you've grown the most since starting to travel? Oh my god! In what area? So a specific area that you think that you have grown the most? Because obviously we've grown in millions of ways, but what's the most, or that you're working on wanting to grow in the most? Hmm. I think I have, well, of course, like three things pop up in my head, but I think the most for me is traveling has really triggered a lot of my insecurities mm-hmm. of my bold personality, um, my ego 
feeling. Do you have an ego? Hmm. Then get the memo. Yeah, thanks, babe. <laughs> of just not feeling like I'm good enough or mm. um, that I have to prove myself all the time. Yeah. And I think it really corresponds with what you said about just being in my element and just showing up and being the best version of me that I can be and mm-hmm. trusting in my skills, trusting in my personality, having a good time and wanting to really leave an impact on the departments and the towns and the places I go of just like, wow, like he was fun to work with. He was great. He yeah. was, I'm so glad we met him. And I think just being myself and not trying to figure that out mm-hmm. or put a lot of pressure on myself to be a certain way that I think people want me to be. Yeah. Like I used to be overly, try to be overly funny yeah. or I would try to be aggressive in a way that I would talk to kind of feel edgy in a way, yeah. you know, and like, I just stand didn't really, to stand out. And I think I've just really been trying to get to know myself a lot more. And traveling really does that because you're out of your element. You're mm-hmm. out of your bubble. And you really get to kind of refresh and create and... and Get to know yourself get to know on yourself so many levels. And, and modify and try things and figure yeah. things out and see how they work. And I think that's the biggest way that I've grown is I've been really tuning into that and really taking... Um, what do you call it? I guess I would take inventory mm-hmm. of, okay, I did this and I felt triggered and like this came up and then, yeah. okay, like I'm going to deal with that and I'm going to learn what triggered me and then I'm going to try yeah. to figure that out for the next time. I think it's funny because I feel like we both asked the same first question and had similar answers in a sense, but I think like that is one of the biggest things with traveling. It's it's like a onion. You're constantly peeling back the layers because you're you're always learning and growing because you're out of your comfort zone and you're able to explore different parts of yourself and let go of things that are no longer serving you and to take things on that feel really good and like get more comfortable with who you actually are mm-hmm. to the core and not just, you know, trying to fit in. And- but I think it speaks to the fact that when you're home, you're very closed off in a lot of ways, yeah. especially coming from a small town my whole life. And my dad used to always say, there's so much more than this town. You have to get out. And you hear it all the time. Like, if you want to learn, if you want to grow, then travel. See other cultures. See other people. Interact with other people. And I think that was the biggest thing was it was such a shock at first, like, personally, that it took a while to regain. And obviously, as you know, my Stanford story and stuff like that, like, that was a big turning point in my life. Where I realized the way that I was showing up is no longer healthy. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I love that. I so think I'll end it there. Yeah, I know. I feel like we could go on and on and on about that's all of the one. things. Yes. But good. Okay, cool. Do I get to ask another one? Yeah, let's do a lighter one. Okay. What is it that I do that annoys you the most? Are we the same person? And what is it that I do that you love the most? Oh my god, we have the same question. Are you serious? Yeah, but mine were two separate. Okay, so how much time do we have for the how many things you do that annoy me? Oh wow, I'm just kidding. I'm doing one of them right now. I know. I'm like looking at you. Okay, so number one is you twirl your hair, which literally drives me crazy because you're doing it right now and you're going bald as we speak. Okay. Okay. That won't happen. But. Number two, and this is the biggest one, the ice chewing. Every night, well, not, Aaron has to eat ice all day. He chomps on it. He <laughs> has to have it in every drink that he has. And he is a man that likes to drink. Like, you dr- have some kind of a beverage in your hand all damn day. Not Even alcoholic. his coffee is, yeah, we're not alcohol, This, but... Some kind of a beverage. Um, even your coffee has ice in it. So every night before bed, Aaron has to have a big cup of ice. I eat it in the living room. Now you do. But way back in the day, we used to get in bed at the same time. And, like, I would read. And he would, like, sit there and chomp ice and watch sports centers, Like, this whole thing. <laughs> and nothing makes my blood boil than you in a cup of ice and twirling your hair at the same time. Okay. Done. Hint, hint. <laughs> That's okay, tough. as I'm saying this, you've just stopped twirling your hair because of the the 
the question. And then there's a big cup of ice sitting right next to you. There is. Huge. Ready to be Which chomped. I'm not going to do it because we're on the podcast. That's hilarious. Um, which I think I get that from my dad because we were never allowed to chomp anything. If he was, if we weren't, if he wasn't eating, weren't, we weren't allowed to eat because of the chomping. So like, but I guess it's really just the ice. Nothing else really bothers me. Okay. <clears throat> what was the second part? What is it that I do you love the most? Gosh, there's so many things. Well, that's nice. Thank you. There's way more things that I love about you than annoying me. That's for sure. Well, that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Um... If I had to pick one, I think it's just your, you're such a thoughtful person and you really go out of your way to do things that are thoughtful and that make me feel good. Like to be helpful, to support me, to make me feel good. Like you just are, you, you always have those little touches where you just, go above and beyond and I always feel so supported taken care of and you're just really really good at that and you do it all the time and I think that's really cool oh thank you yeah love it all right success okay right back at you I mean we gotta get different I know but like okay then I'll we'll circle back to that what is your favorite part about being married Ooh. Mm -hmm. that's good I know my favorite part about being married. Well, I think for me, one, marriage was serious for me, right? It wasn't just like something I thought I would just do because the time was right or whatever. Yeah. We got along so good from the beginning that it was just so much fun to hang out with you. Yeah. And I think for me, it's personal though, right? It's not, I don't think it's a thing that I can say about marriage. What's your favorite part about marriage? What is your favorite personal part about like being married? I think it's having my ride, my ride or die with me always. Yeah. And the fact that you are my partner, you're my soulmate, you're my teammate. Like we do, we have a business together, we work together, we travel together, we do everything together. And it's it's back to that whole thing between that last podcast, one of the podcasts we did about the like and love. Yeah. Like I genuinely, seriously like you a lot to where I want Aww. to hang out. And I, I feel that I think my best part about being married is the fact that like you know me so well that you can keep me in check with improving and growing and it's this constant thing that I can you know take my crazy mind and throw ideas off of you other than that I'd just be sitting in a house by myself throwing crazy ideas to Mimi and she doesn't talk she's but a good listener though she's a good and listener she won't roll her eyes or get annoyed that's true but it's very much like I have that person that I can bounce crazy ideas off I can go and experience things with that I enjoy being around that I just always have that partner to have fun with yeah I love that I don't feel you know it's like it's not like a lonely feeling it's literally like we could go do anything and anything could happen and it would be an adventure and it would be fun yeah totes so that's my favorite part I love that and I like when you well it's getting into the other question it's it's nice having a partner that like steps up and and handles you know more than half the load and you know what I'm saying? Load. To have that. <laughs> okay. Mm. So yeah, that's my I answer. I have other things on my mind. That's my answer. Okay, I love it. Okay, cool. Okay. Your next question. My next question. Describe your ideal day if you could make it up. Ooh. Like if nothing was, there was no rules. Just. Just your ideal day. Okay. What would it be? Ooh, I love it. Okay, so I would wake up at 8 o'clock. Wow, I like this. Preferred time. Specificity. Oh, yeah. You know me. and I like to be specific with schedules. So I would wake up at 8. I would go get a delicious cup of coffee. Well, first I do hot water and lemon. And Where would you live? Green juice. Oh, my gosh. You're asking me too many things. Okay. Where would I live? I guess let's nix that. But you said you would walk to get a cup of coffee. No, I don't. In my ideal day, I don't want to do that. My ideal okay. day, I don't want to do that. Okay, so you'd brew your own coffee. I'd either be in New York or somewhere on the California coast. Okay. Okay? Not sure yet. Okay. So I would wake up. I would have my water and my juice. And then <laughs> I 
always start my day with a meditation because I like to center myself and just kind of connect, do some journaling, and then I like to have some kind of a podcast, um, just something inspiring to listen to or to watch. I love having a cup of coffee and just enjoying it and giving myself like 30 minutes to inspire myself in some way. It's usually a podcast or a YouTube video. So I would do that. I'd give myself an hour. Okay. Nice cup of couple cups of coffee. And then I would go to either Soul Cycle or a bar class. I'd walk there. Okay. So there's our walk. And I would walk there listening to a podcast because I'm obsessed. And I would do a workout. And then I would go to a coffee shop, like my favorite coffee shop, and get like a uh, like a delicious healthy smoothie of some sort or avocado toast, some <laughs> or maybe a special tea, just something. Set up my computer and um, like get some work done inside of our business, right? Okay. So talking to the students, doing some social media stuff, coming up with some podcasts, um, planning our next trip, whatever it may be, but just sitting in the coffee shop for a couple of hours and getting some work done, feeling really good, and then go home, walk home, well, and then go get something cool for lunch. So meeting you for lunch would be ideal. Okay, where am I in this whole thing? I don't know, but I'm like, I feel like I'm alone in the morning. You know me, I like to have my alone time in the morning, okay. and then I like to merge about in the afternoon. Okay. So you're off doing your own thing. Okay. And then we come together for a little lunch. Okay. Go get some work done together, so maybe we do, we record a podcast, or we go live, or whatever, and then we go home, take showers, put on a really cute outfit. And then go meet up with some friends, have some dinner, maybe have a glass of wine or actually a martini, a filthy martini, and like go do something fun for the evening. I love I that. I think that's what my ideal day would be. Okay. I mean, what is that different than what you do now? I, well, I spend 10 hours in the ultrasound department. That's true. So if we could just nix that whole thing, then the day would already be aligned with what I would love to do. Hashtag working on it. So, but that was that like a normal day or a fun like? No, that was I just think, a normal Monday I through say, like, Friday. What's your normal ideal day? Yeah, that would be like a normal, ideal fun day for me. Okay, I would. Yeah. Okay. What would be your ideal day? Now I, mean, I want to know basically yours. Basically, the same thing. Like waking up, eight o'clock, having having a cup of coffee, going to a workout. I love getting my workout in yeah. early. Going to an Orange Theory. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, or I'd go to a cycle thing with you yeah. as long as it's that it's competitive cycle. cycle. That's what I want to do. Oh, yeah, where you're watching yourself on the screen yeah. you're competing with others. Yeah. It's badass. And then... You would get too crazy, though. I would. I feel like you'd flip over the handlebars because you'd be going too fast. <laughs> Probably would. Like, you couldn't handle it, I feel like. You still have your ego things to work on before That's you true. do that. But it's a good competitive. No, it is. It is. Um, then I'd like to work on something, be planning something inspirational, going big, like having those big ideas, putting them to action, um, working on the business, going live, podcasts. And then, like you said, I, I love that. I would fit a little in, lunch. I would fit in a nap. Ooh, naked nap. Sure. Naked nap. My favorite thing to do. Yep. In the world. Yeah. 20 minutes. I'm a huge fan of naps. Yeah. I think they should be back. I think everybody should get a nap like Spain and all them. They... Yeah. They shut it down. Yep. 20 minutes all you need. I can get down with that. So anyway, okay. and then going out with friends. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. Done. Yeah. But would you do New York or West Coast? What, where I would still, your ideal place to be I live? still can't. I mean, I'd have to throw in Seattle in the summer. There's so many choices. There's so many we choices. We have no idea where we want to settle down, you guys. This, this well, the, the story word, is real. The, the word is real. settle down doesn't even come in our vocabulary. No. It, yeah, we're not there yet. No. But I do know that it will be a city because I do like the walkability yeah. of the city. I like the energy of the city. I like things to do. And right now we're living in the middle of butt F freaking sticks of America <laughs> and we can check that off the list because that's definitely not where yeah. I want to live no and we're we definitely we cook a lot but when we want to go out and we're busy like I need something readily accessible that is somewhat healthy yeah like just being able to go and like go to Whole Foods or get a salad or yeah just have healthier options there's nothing here if you want to go out to eat you're getting either pizza or sushi that's it mm -hmm. so yeah definitely city vibes with accessibility to be outdoors, to go hiking, mountains, ocean, which I guess New York doesn't have that. They have water. So maybe it's San Diego. You could, yeah. Okay. Moving on. 
Whose turn is it? Uh, yours. Ooh. Okay. What is the thing that annoys you the most about me? Where do I begin? <gasps> That's mean. <laughs> I said I had more things I loved about you. I do have way more things I love about you than annoy me. Okay. Honestly, I mean, if we're being bold and honest and raw, <gasps> it's the control thing. Ooh, I'm a total control freak. Like, when you get very nitpicky, but you've gotten so much I better. I've so much better. You have. You've improved in the last, like, three months that literally, it's not really there. But you used to nitpick everything I ate. Okay, can we not use the word nitpick? Because that's actually not true. Okay. I was trying to help you. <laughs> Just like this morning, I made you drink your green juice because it's a really great way to start your day. So I'm just giving you... It's not that. It was back when, like, I would order a beer for lunch. You'd be like, do you really want that? It was, like, stuff like that. Yeah. That's really annoying. It's like, if I want a beer at lunch, I'm going to get a beer at lunch. Like... I know. You're so wild. (laughs) See? see, It's coming out. I'm just kidding. I don't do that anymore. No, I know. You've gotten so much better. But I think that's the... That's the biggest thing. It's pretty much the only thing that really annoys me. Oh, that's good to know. Because I don't do that anymore. So there's nothing then. I'm perfect, <laughs> I guess, is what, you're, is what you're saying, right? I mean, there's really nothing that pops up in my head. Okay, let me just ask you another one because it's the same thing. So then what do you love most about me? Oh, wow. You only could pick one thing because I only could pick one thing. I know, thing. that's tough. I think what I love the most about you is you know me so well and you step up when you can just sense that I need that. Like you're just, you just sense it. Like there's, there's just things that you know I like and there's things you know I don't like and you just sense it and do it without me even like having to like say anything or it's just, it's a really cool thing that like, I don't really even know how to put language behind, Hmm. but it's the special things that you're just like, wow, like I was really feeling this way and like you just knew and did this thing for me or mm-hmm. took that off my plate or stepped up and like handled it. And I think I love how strong you are as a person and you're not, it, it can be, it can be like a double edged sword sometimes, but I love how independent you are mm-hmm. that you just handle stuff. You're not like, I can't do that or I'm I don't want to do that. Like you just will handle it. And sometimes you'll handle it too much. I'm like, throw me a bone here. Like I can help out. Um, and you'll just take care of things. And I just, I love that. Like I, I know that you've got it handled. I know you can handle your business. I know you can step up and deal with things. And it's just this cool vibe that I, I love the most. Oh, I love that. Cool. Cool. I'll take it. Any day of the week. We should do more interviews like this. I know. So, all right. Fun question. Okay. Fun. Fun. Fun and possibly funny. Okay. I want to know. Okay. What do you do when you get a young, attractive, hot patient and it's for a scrotal sano? Oh, my God. We were just talking about this at work, actually, yesterday. I hate it. I hate it. It's so awkward because they're awkward. I just had it. Well, okay. He wasn't young or attractive, but he just did get out of jail and he was my age and he was like this young dude and just like awkward and he was wearing an ankle bracelet, no judgment, but it was just like, he was really uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you're an attractive, not just because you're my wife, but I mean... I'm like, hi, I'm going to be doing your ultrasound. You're what every guy hopes never comes out to get you out of the waiting room. So awkward. I, 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 I don't know. I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. And I only feel uncomfortable and they feel uncomfortable. And usually when they're my age and they're attractive... Because I was laughing with one of the girls I work with because she was saying how she loves... Like, bald buff men. It's, like, her thing. I don't mention her name in case she's listening. But, like, she told her... she Her boyfriend knows that she loves bald buff men. Okay. <laughs> bald buff men. And he's, like, the total opposite. But then they were, like, laughing about it. Or, no. She was laughing with the girl, another girl at work about how she loves bald buff men. And then... A testicle came through, and it was a bald buff man who was her age, and she was like, oh my god, like, she's like, I couldn't even form a sentence. I was, like, shaky, because, you know, we have to tell them how to prep, and there's all these towels, and there's all these, like, 
yeah, I gotta put your penis here. It's like a whole thing. And most of the time, like, guys have no idea what you're saying. They're not listening. And you open the door and they're, like, butt naked in all fours <laughs> on the bed, like, just spread eagle. And you're like, how did we get here? You know? And so she's like, he was so cute. I, I didn't know what to say. Like, I was stuttering. And he, like, just pulled down his pants. And I just, like, went to town. <laughs> True story. That happens. Okay. The inside scoop of stenographers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stenographers yeah. do it in the dark. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just awkward. So, okay. if you're cute and my age, like, don't come to me with your balls out. All right. I can't believe I thought you would veto that question. Why? I don't know. I'm not afraid to talk about that. All right. Okay. What is your favorite part about traveling? Oh, no, that's not what I want to ask you. Um, If you took six months off, how would you you spend your time and what would that look like? Six months off? Yeah. What would you do? Loaded. That is loaded. You know. I mean, I think for me right now, like six months off, I would like to do um, the van around New Zealand. Yeah. Go into Australia. And then I would like to go to Vietnam. Ooh. So traveling. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think, I mean, to be honest with you, I'd like to do like four months of traveling. Mm -hmm. And then two months being somewhere. Two months being somewhere really cool by the beach, like New York, where we can get like a bunch of work done and be inspired and like really go to the next level. Yeah. And then, and then know that the trip is coming up. Yes. And then, I, and in then, on that. And then go. In on it. So go to New York or San Diego. We have to pick. We're not sure. But go to one or the other for two months. Get like a cool Airbnb. Get some work done. Like just like pump out some shit. Feel inspired. Have a good time. And then go and have yeah. a cool travel experience. Yeah. I can totally get on board with that. Because since we've both Let's been working, I feel really behind. So... Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I want to get caught up and then be at a point of zero and then just all creative projects from there on out. Just vlogs for days and pictures for days and podcasts for days. Yes. I can get on board with that. Yep. Okay, let's sign up for that. It's funny, I was listening to a podcast. I feel like all my sentences start with that. But she was saying how she got, like, her first course that she sold she made $68,000 and it was the most money she had ever seen you know how we we always ask each other like if we won the lottery what's the first first thing that you would do you right? would get lunch right because everyone's like oh I would buy a car and I would whatever it is but I'm like no what's the first thing you would do and so she's like I had never seen money like that before and so I called my mom and she's like the very first thing I did I called my mom I was like mom we're going to Olive Garden. Because she's like, for me, Olive Garden, like, that was, like, a step up in the world. She's like, pack your purse up. Like, I'm picking you up. We're going to Olive Garden. It's my treat. And I took my mom out, and we celebrated Olive Garden. And, like, it was a whole thing. But it made me laugh because I'm always like, I guess that wasn't the question about winning the lottery. I was just taking time off. But just, like, it always has starts with, like, a celebratory lunch. Always. Any time off or, like, exciting thing. You go to lunch, you celebrate things. At the Pacific Coast Grill. <gasps> In San Diego? I feel like the you're best. putting out San Diego vibes. I am. Over I am. New York vibes? Yeah. Okay. Something to simmer on. Oh, that was... Alright, it's my question. Yeah. What's your definition of freedom? Ooh. Freedom to me is just really living a life that, that you want. Living a life in a way that feels really good to you, whatever that looks like. So... You know, for me personally, it looks like 100% being location independent, which means that I don't have to live in a certain area to work at a job. I can work fully from my computer. I can get online, share my life, share my stories, inspire, move, help people, support people. And that is my job. Like that is how I make a living. Um, and being able to travel and do that from anywhere in the world. And then go spend time with family whenever like, we want. That's what I'm, Yeah, just like being able to completely be wherever I want in the world, doing work that's inspiring people, having fun, and just waking up every day like feeling excited and passionate about the life that I'm living. 
and not feeling tied. Like for me right now, clocking in and out every single day, doing this grind, having 30 minutes for lunch, like that does not feel like freedom. Like having two weeks off a year, these full-time people, like that is not feel, that's the opposite of freedom. So I'm trying to kind of bust away from that life. And to me, that's freedom. Love it. Yeah. I think that's what everybody's shooting for. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of who puts it to action Who's or not. Who's actually doing the damn thing. Right. We all, of course, that's the dream. Isn't that everyone's dream? But, like, what are you doing to make that happen? But it's funny because I think everybody's like, oh, I'm either going to hit the lotto. Yeah. I'm going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, or I'm going to yeah. inherit money. That's just weird thinking. Right. Or you can go out and like, get, get it your fucking your ass self. And, and start taking steps towards what it is you actually want. There's that's so what many, we do. Yeah. Every day. All day, every day. Every day we're hustling. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is funny because I feel like you already answered this, but if we ever settled down... Did you just air quote on a podcast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Ever, in quotes. Well, when you do this, I don't know what that means. Okay, because like, ever. Any Friends fans out there? (laughs) That's such a good episode. I love them. Um, if we ever settle down, do you have any idea of where you'd want to live vibes that you're looking for? I feel like we've kind of talked Actually, about I know this. this already. My ideal thing, this is what I want, is I really want to be in New York for one holiday season. Yeah. So I would like to be there for three months, and I would like to be there during the holidays. I've always wanted to see a Christmas in New York City. Yeah. Always. Done. I want to go to the Rockefeller Center and see the tree lit up. I want to go ice skating. The whole and package, then I want to yeah. just be in the vibes of the town during Thanksgiving Christmas. Thanksgiving Day Parade. Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh my God. It's like your wet dream. And I said I wanted to be in an apartment that I could see the parade from my apartment. Yeah. So I could wake up on Thanksgiving and just have that morning where I'm watching the parade out of my window. Dreams. Yeah. Hashtag. Um, and then I would want to spend after New Year's Day, I'd want to go home to Florida and spend it until March because Florida and... In January through March, I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. Plus, we could be around family. We can live at the beach. So, our, so does it sound like settling at all? <laughs> There's no such thing as settling. For, I think that is settled for me. Yeah. But I think I would have a house that I travel from yeah. in San Diego. Ooh, interesting. That's where I'm at right now. I'm still not sure. So, that the was... The jig is still up. Does that answer the question? Yes. So, I'm on board. Okay. And then maybe get an RV and go around the country to all the parts. Yeah, because I feel like when we go home, it's nice to have the RV, but we could drive and just go where we want. But that defeats the... Then we'd have to park it somewhere and go into New York and then... Right. So... We can just park it at my sister's. That's true. <laughs> okay. It's my um, turn. Oh, I have a good one. Okay, go. This one's easy, okay. I think. I have one more question. Who and or what is your favorite podcast and why? Oh, I have different ones for different things. Okay, okay so we'll just I'm just going to shoot them off. through. Or go through it. So, I love Lewis Howes, the Summit of, or the School of Greatness for um, inspiration because he, he interviews the most inspiring people from all walks of life, all industries across Mike the Tyson. board. Did he? Yeah. yeah, he's just fantastic, and his interviews are always super inspiring, and I, I just, you and I watch them. I love watching them with mm-hmm. you, because he does it, one you can listen to, or YouTube, and we will sit and have coffee and watch one. It's my favorite thing to do. So, Lewis Howes, um, and then I'm really into the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast right now. I just found them a couple of weeks ago, and I've been, like, binge-watching Pinned listening to them. They're a couple. They have a podcast. They we shoot saw the them shit. on Lewis House. We saw, yeah, we found them on Lewis House. Um, and they're just, they talk a lot about business and entrepreneurship and, and relationships and working together. And it's really relatable to you and I, um, or, you know, Aaron and I. So I, I'm really into them right now. And they also interview people that I really like. It's all, it's an entrepreneurial podcast pretty mm-hmm. much, um, but also relationships. And then the last one I'll say is the Angie Lee show. Okay. She's another entrepreneur, but she is so inspiring and she gives really good um, stories and inspiration and tips for entrepreneurs when it comes to marketing and sales and, and confidence and like all different things. And she interviews other entrepreneurs. So I love all three of those. Oh, and then the last one is the skim. Hmm. 
I the the girls who are the creators of the skim, uh, which the skim is just a newsletter that goes out every day that like skims the news basically and gives you all the headlines. It's of what's good. Going I read on. it every morning. Yeah, it's a great way to get like what's happening in the world really quickly into your inbox. But the two girls, Carly and Danielle, they're awesome. They live in New York City and they interview other women entrepreneurs and they dive deep into not like tips and tricks and tools, but their stories about their entrepreneurial journey and how they got to where they are today. And that is one of my favorite things to listen to. I love people's stories um, and it, it just inspires me. So those are my top ones right That's now. That's good. Yeah. What about you? Oh, and Impact Theory. Okay, I'll let you say that one because I know it's your top one. My top one is Impact Theory with yeah. Tom Bill. I'm just like obsessed with him and yeah. like his journey and his relationship with his wife and what he's created. And every time I think I like pretty much know what he's going to say or how he's going to do it, like he surprises me with something new. Yeah, um, he's the creator of the Quest Bar too. Quest Bars and now he does Impact Theory, yeah. which is awesome. But he literally, just the way he ran his business, and we found him on Lewis Howells of as well. Of course. Um, but the way he ran his business as a leader, as a CEO, he's always trying to improve himself and grow, and that's like really role model for me. Mm -hmm. um, to see somebody and really be like, okay, like that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I could do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's very relatable. He's so relatable. He's so humble. He's so down to earth. And he also interviews such inspiring oh. people and he asks really really good questions he knows his guests almost better than they know yeah. themselves yeah and so his interviews are just they're not like your traditional interview they go deep he asks great questions mm -hmm. and it's uh like telling their story and um again and then we're obsessed with stories lewis houses yeah school of greatness and then getting to go to the summit of greatness yeah. It's like awesome. Yeah, I know. We won't get to go this year because it's trap Because it's basically a live room. podcast. It's amazing. And it's yeah. all the people who have been on his podcast. Oh, and then I really love uh, Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis. They're, oh, yeah. Rise up together. Yeah. they they She has one alone, but she they do one together. And it's like just a husband and wife again. I love couples. Obviously, we're attracted to that because we are couples. But they podcast. They shoot the shit. They talk about all random topics and subjects when it comes to relationships and business and stuff like that. And love that. Um Awesome. And awesome. I can go on and on and on. Yep. Okay, this is my final question for you. I okay. actually have more, but I feel like we're running out of time. No, just go. It, okay, so I think this is where my lottery thing came in. If you won the lottery and money wasn't an issue, what would you do and what would your life look like? Can we restructure that? So if you if you won the lottery... No, can I restructure the question? Yeah. When we achieve what we want in business... And we're able to do whatever we want. Okay, but the, the I think the point of the question is... Because I don't is, even play the lottery. The point of the question is, if you won the lottery... Okay. So you didn't, ha you didn't have to work. You don't need a business. You don't need uh. Uh, to be a, an IR tech. Like you... Money is... It's a overflowing in abundance. You don't need to do anything. So if you don't need to do anything to make money, what would you do? Ooh. Because money doesn't matter. Ooh. You're not doing anything for money. Um, that's good. So, number one, the trip to Africa that we did mm. really changed my life yeah. in a big, big, big way. And it was actually the first time. I know this sounds really weird, but maybe other healthcare professionals will understand. It was the first time that I felt like I was l really helping people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I mean, we help people every day, and it's really humbling and amazing. But it was just on another level. It was just huge. So yeah. I would want to still use my IR skills to go do mission trips like that and really help build IR departments around the world. Mm -hmm. um, I've always had a love for sports, as you know. Um, so I'd always want to create an avenue for kids that, you know, I always knew. Like when I was growing up, you know, it's like if you couldn't, if your parents can't afford a camp or something, like have something that... You know, it's almost like a scholarship that these kids could go to camps. Oh, that's and, good. I love that. And different things that, you know, maybe they're really good, but they're not being talked about a lot. Yeah. And they don't have a way to branch out. Um, and then I think the biggest thing for me is it would be continuing to do podcasts, uh, just inspiring people. I would love to do, like, uh, Summit of Great... Like, you know how he has a Summit yeah. of Greatness? Like, live events where we bring in inspirational people. And I would just bring these people in and have these huge events 
for people to just feel inspired to be cracked open and just the feeling that I feel when I go there I want people to have that yeah so still continuing to do pretty much doing everything teachers, but going leaders, into the IR department <laughs> yeah I love that okay cool what's your and I would question? go to lunch first obviously and I would get a beer <gasps> you wild animal an IPA on draft Ooh. yeah I would get a, I could, a dirty martini I could go for one right now um, I could go for a martini right now. Okay, this was, this was kind of the same thing in a way, but I really feel like I know the answer, and I don't know if I should ask it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you could do anything different in life, what would it be? If I could do anything different? Yeah, I mean, all right. I wouldn't do anything different. Okay, all right. I guess I was leaning more towards, like, if you were a, a child again and growing up, like, what would you do different? That's such a loaded question because how I feel about, like, you know, life and my faith and all of that is, like... You're like, right like, where like, you need to be. Yeah, because everything... Of course, there's things I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have... You know, I, I always dreamed of going to NYU. That was, like, a dream of mine. I, I, I have an obsession with New York City. I wanted to go to NYU. I wanted to have a real college Well, you experience. were going there before I met you. I know. Um, I wanted to... You know, there's a bunch of things I probably would have changed, but I, I believe that everything, life took me on the journey that led me to exactly where I am now, and I don't know where I would be if I would have done things differently. I have no idea what life would look like, um, but I chose this path based off the decisions that I made, and I couldn't be happier with where my life is and who I am today, and I don't think I would be where I am without the my past and the decisions that I've made, and so... I don't know. I honestly wouldn't change anything because then, gosh, who knows? If I would have went to NYU and I would have, you know, become this writer, work for a magazine, I would never have met you. Or if I would have been, my other dream was either to go to NYU or be a flight attendant. <laughs> Very different things. I should have went to NYU and then became a flight attendant. But then it's like, I would never have met you or I, you know, I would never have done ultrasound, which ultrasound has led me to where I am now. So you just, I wouldn't change anything. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm glad it came out that... Because I knew about the NYU thing. Yeah. And I knew you were like, I want to be a fashion designer. I never wanted to be a fashion designer. You didn't Do you not get know into, me at all? You didn't want to get into fashion. You said that at no, one No, I wanted to work at a glossy magazine as like an editor. Oh. Like an editor-in-chief because I love writing. And I wanted to be a writer. Like very Carrie Bradshaw style. Oh my god. Um, of course. But... I wanted to do like freelance writing, but also like I wanted to write for my apartment, but also work for a magazine okay. and be a writer and travel and be a flight attendant. Those are all of the things. And it's funny because now I do all the things I write, I mm -hmm. travel, I haven't lived in an apartment like Carrie Bradshaw just yet, but we did go to her apartment last year. So there's a start. We visited it on yes, we did. What's the street, Mulberry Street. Something like that. Anyways, so we're getting there. One step closer. Okay. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right, this is my last question because I'm okay. getting tired. Um, <laughs> okay. I am. It's 9 o'clock. I've been up since 4 a.m. Okay. Okay, what is something personal that you are working on right now? Ooh. Bring yourself. I guess total... I mean, like we said, we are going to be honest... Um, so I recently quit dipping mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me. I did it for what? 15 years. Long ass time. And battled it for a long time. And it really got to a point where it was like consuming me. Like all I wanted was my night to sit down in my chair by myself and have my dip and watch sports center. <laughs> your dream in life. Yeah. With your hands down your pants and maybe a beer. I mean, what are you painting me out to be? Like, it's so crazy to me. Is that your internal picture of me? I'm just giving, I'm just joshing you. Actually, that's like the exact opposite of who you are. Right. That's but why it's funny. I think there's a lot of things that I've internalized that I battle myself over that I want to do more of mm -hmm. and want to show up as in this way of like big and bold and like, 
just really like, for instance, I got up this morning at 520 when I didn't have to be at work until eight. Yeah. And big, I got stuff done and I was so excited about that. And that's something I've always said to myself that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I just never pulled the trigger. And I think it's really fine tuning and really listening to the internal battles that are going on inside and bringing them to the forefront and taking them on one step at a time. So what are you working on right now? That's I don't understand. I just said it. Like I'm listening to those internal battles. Like one, I quit dipping. Two, I started, I've always said I wanted to wake up early and like get a good start to my day. So being consistent with the things that you want to do. Yeah. That's a re- thank you for putting, see, this is I what I love about you. I language around, see, I'm able to read through your, um, messiness sometimes. I'm always and messy. I'm, and I'm right. And exactly. And I'm able to kind of pull that and then put language around it and package it up in like a, like a two-word bit. (laughs) Like, my brain works so weird. Like, it's just constantly flowing, constantly on, constantly going. And, like, it's hard for me to really get across what I want to say. Yeah. And you're... I'm able to just throw pizza on the wall, and you're able to decipher it and turn it again to language that I wanted to say. Yeah. That's so true in in all areas, I feel like. You're kind of like my translator. Yeah. And you're always throwing (laughs) things around, and then I'm really good at taking things, organizing them, packaging them up. And you're like the creator and visionary. And then I'm really good at executing and bringing things to life and putting them in a structure that like gives us steps to take. Well, not only that, you're like, whoa, that's a little big. Love the idea. Bring her down. Bring her down a bit. Let's corral that. And this is how we can make it happen. Yeah. And I I love that. Okay, next question. Okay. Uh, if you could speak multiple languages, let's say two other languages other than English, what would they be and why? Random question. Um, Italian. Why? Because I would love to live in Italy for... I really want to do like an eat, pray, did love you mean, situation. Did you mean for or fur? <laughs> what? How do you spell fur? <laughs> I'm like sleeping. You're like, I really want to live in Italy fur. (laughs) Okay, all my systems are shutting down. I swear I haven't had a martini. (laughs) Um, I would love to do an eat, pray, love type of situation. Okay. But but like with you, (laughs) Abe. Okay, this is getting really bizarre. So okay, so I would like to learn Italian because I think it'd be cool to like live in. Remember, okay. One of Aaron and I's dreams was that we, when we wanted to be, when we started our online business, we wanted to celebrate being able to work from anywhere. And the first place that we wanted to go was, and I always say this wrong, but Cinque Terre mm-hmm. on the, in, in Italy, on, on the, the coast. On the Amalfi Coast. Mm-hmm. It's not the Amalfi Coast. But it's, it's not? Just, no, babe. Oh. I don't think so. Uh, we've been to the Amalfi Coast. That's I thought road. we were in... I don't know. Just listen to my story. Okay. So, anyways, we still haven't gone. Oh, it was on our vision board. Well, you know, like I have years that... years and years and years and years and years. Of the person I worked with in, Harbor, in Harborview in Seattle, I have her address and she said... You send me a postcard when you're there because I, I know that you made it and you've reached your goal that yeah. you've been saying back since like 2016. Yeah. That was, that's going to be our celebratory trip when we can 100% step away from hospital work and really be in our business full time, fully um, supporting ourselves. With and our you business. can bet your ass we're going to do a podcast from there. Oh my God. Exactly. So we just like got or went on a tangent. But so Italian would be fun because when we're there, I could speak to the people. Okay. What's your second? And then um, I was going to say Spanish because you can just use so it anywhere, similar. but they're so similar. So that's it. I just want to learn Italian or Spanish. Okay. What about you? I want to do Spanish because I like the language. Um I don't know. I really found it interesting. You love all Spanish music. I do. I love the beats and the way it is. And I think Spanish is very universal. Yeah. Um, And then Canadian. Like French? No, just Canadian. Babe. (laughs) It was a joke. I can't do one joke and you laugh. Like, you have to take me seriously. Bing, come on. (laughs) 
Come on, Bean. That's not real. I, you never know. I wanted you. to learn Canadian, eh? Okay. You already know it, eh? That's all I they think, say. I think Spanish and um, mm. I'm really into Swahili. Ooh, that was actually a fun language Because story. who says they know Swahili, you know? I do. Akunashita. Akunashita. No worries, my friend. Yeah. A little tip, everybody. If you go to Tanzania, Akuna Matata was in tourists. Lion King. That's for tourists. Akunashita is actually the way they say no worries. Yeah. So, there you go. Let's end on that because I feel like that's a perfect way to go. Um, I have um, a question. What's the thing you're most proud of that you've accomplished since traveling? Oh, our business. Like actually like getting very clear on what it is that we want and yeah. and the direction that we're going. And I love traveler school. I love showing up for the students. I love that we created something that we wanted so bad. Yeah. And that it is helping so many people. And being able to do that is so uplifting that I literally, I don't know, I was thinking about it last night sitting in the chair. Um, I don't know why I thought, I was trying to think of the questions that you were going to ask me. Mm-hmm. And I started to think of what are the three most impactful words for me right now. And it really is how I sign my emails now. I was going to ask you. I thought you were going to say like, you know, what are three words that inspire you the most or something? <laughs> I was going to ask you that. I think it's actually in oh here. Oh my but, God. That's such okay, a well you. then I'm not going to tell you yeah. then. It's such a you question. That's so funny. How is it a you question? Because I feel like that's just something you would ask. Is there something wrong with it? No, it's just you. It, so my three words, now that you've killed it, might as well take a shotgun and shoot it out of the sky. Wow. Was inspire, impact, and empower. And I think any way that I can do that in my life, inspire people, leave an impact, and empower them to go out and do whatever it is that sets them free or that lights them up and gives back and adds value to the world is literally, I feel like, the three words of my mission. I love that. That's beautiful, babe. Okay, my three words are things to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God forbid I asked that question. Babe, it wasn't a it's negative such thing. A, you such t- a you question. It's such a perfect example of you taking what I say and scrambling it up and then making well, it Well, thank God it's being recorded. All I said was that it's a very you thing. Like, I feel like you'd be like... Pick a song that describes your soul. Uh, that was the question. Exactly. See, exactly. What is the song that is your no, soundtrack? I'm thinking my three songs or my three words. Okay. Fun. <laughs> okay. Because I personally want to have more fun in my life. You don't have fun in your life. Sometimes I I get too wound up and I get too serious. You know, I can be <laughs> I can be very deductive and done and focused. And so I'm trying to be more playful and fun in my relationship with you when it comes to business stuff. Okay. And then being softer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is polar fucking opposites, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, impact the world. And you're like, I'm going to be softer and more no, fun. No, because these are important to me. These are my words. Okay. I say to myself every day. So you. I want to be softer in my relationship. Okay. Because I can be... Why like, am I getting flashbacks to your sister <laughs> playing board games right now? Like, totally off topic. Anyway. <laughs> reading poetry. Anyway. Reading her husband a poem. Too, when too she many was supposed sacrias. to be, like, like yeah, playing anyway. the band. Um, I want to be... So, those are my words. Fun. <laughs> so, because I feel like I'm really, like, confident and bold and, like, aggressive. Not aggressive, but, like... <laughs> Okay, guys, this has been an excellent <laughs> podcast. I like in life, and I can be hard sometimes. Like I, I like I'm. I just am. I'm not somebody you want to mess with. <laughs> but I feel like in my relationship with you, I can be like I want to be more soft. I don't want to be hard with you. I want you know what I mean. Okay. So, so I want to be soft. <laughs> fun and soft. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, it's time for a minute. All right. Well, Those are my three words. That wraps up our questions and interviewing each other. I hope you guys enjoyed that. 
I think it was fun. It was fun. I learned a lot. I just asked you the questions I wanted to know. I got to say, there was a little bit of a concern that based off of not knowing the answers and not prepping for I the... I feel like I could have answered them better. Why? I would rather you answer from Should shooting from the again? hip. No, shooting from the hip. Let's do it again. <laughs> we'll do it another time. But we'll see how it goes. But I thought there was going to be a lot of dead air and there wasn't. No, because we're just speaking from our cupcakes. <laughs> okay, you're done. You are done for the night. It's time for you to go tuck me in. Okay. And check for monsters. All right, well, thank you for joining us. And we will be back next week we'll with some other crazy topic. And make sure to leave us a review and subscribe. And follow us on the Instagrams. We do, like, basically a daily vlog on our Instagram story. So you can follow all of our crazy, all of our travels, adventures, and all the things. So follow us over there. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>